Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Is a Hot Dog a Sandwich? I'm Ethan, and you know I'm here with the man, the legend. Introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, it's Jed, and to be honest, I'm feeling absolutely fantastic after the last few episodes, after the last few debates. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling like I'm on a roll. I don't know if you guys are with me on this, but genuinely, I think I'm in my stride. So I'm ready. Okay, so last week we spoke about whether a brand should dictate what is done with a product once it's been sold. We then spoke about if a name influences a person and a person's personality. Finally, we put two objects or concepts in Room 101. Mine was Instagram filters that tell you where you're from, who you are and what type of person you are and Jed's one was... Uh, emo music. It was emo music. It was contemporary emo music. Trying to put contemporary emo music into the Room 101, which yeah, is even funny because in the time between that uh, the re revelation I had last time and now I've got back into emo music in such a big way. Uh, and guys, I'd recommend listening to Kenny Hoopla. Just had a mixtape drop uh, a few weeks ago and absolutely incredible. So yeah, I've completely turned around. I've just, I just hope that uh, that doesn't change too many of your minds as well. <laughs> and I appreciate the singing that I've heard through various walls <laughs> at various moments. Yep. Uh, now, for the topics today, we have number one, short versus tall. Is it better to be really tall or is it better to be really short? Shout out to the ballers mm -hmm. and shout out to the footballers as well. Yep. Second of all, do we have free will? Is free will real? Mm. Finally, will... Going vegan save our planet? Will it impact climate change? Or is there more to be done aside of it? Now, we're going to roll the dice. I just want to say, this free will one is throwing me through a loop. I love philosophy as much as, much as the next person. I love philosophy maybe more than the next person. But it definitely has got me feeling. It's definitely oh, just the concept of free will in itself. You could go down so many avenues for and against. You could go down so many lines of thinking that I'm just incredibly, incredibly excited. So I can't wait to see uh, to see what we get on that one. And I'm not saying I have a bias, but let's see what happens. So, uh, Ethan, are we ready with the random number generator? We are ready to go. So, short versus tall. And I'm going to be rolling for you, Jed. Okay. A one is for, two is against. Okay. And you have got two Meaning that you are against short people, i.e. you're backing the tall people. Oh, no. We're the basketballers. How are you feeling? You know what? I, Scott, I sit in, the, in completely average. I am 5'8 and 3'8. There's not an average above so, you, sir. There's not an average at all. As far I as, call it the Goldilocks zone yeah, over here. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So this, that's an interesting one for me because I could have gone either way. I kind of wanted to shout out the short kings, but you know what? I'm going to let you do that. Well, I give you a shout out because you're a tall king. Hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, number two. Mm -hmm. Do we have our own free will? For and against. Ooh. This is for me. Okay. Number one, four, and two against. Let's go. And I have got a two. So I'm saying we do not have free will. And I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this one. We've been watching Marvel and the cinematic universe yeah. and the multiverse. And I'm ready to drop some flames into the chat right now. No spoilers. No spoilers <laughs> at all. I promise. <laughs> Number three. For and against. Will v going vegan save the planet? This is for Jed. Which one do you want? 
Oh, don't. I, yeah, I, I definitely have a, I definitely have a bias here for going vegan, saving the planet. I actually had a debate with uh, one of our listeners, a good friend of mine who I work with, Rich. If you're listening, uh, this one's going to be for you. I told him that by the year 2050, all of the world's going to go vegan. Everybody in the world will be vegan. So I definitely have a bias to, to being for this one. Wow. Wow. Oh no. Wow. It looks like you're going against this one today because the twos have been showing. It's gone two, two, two. What are the odds? Oh no. You know what it is. 30 minutes. Yep. We're going to go away and do our research and we're going to come back with some fire. This is going to be a spicy one. Hold tight, folks. Let's go. Good stuff. Welcome back, guys. We've had our 30 minutes. I am feeling good with this one. I got the, I'm ready to back my short kings all of the way. I'm ready to tell you about how veganism is going to save not only the planet, the world and the universe. <laughs> all right, Buzz Lightyear. How are you feeling, sir? Bro! <laughs> you know what? I got my tool kings. I got them. They're good to go. Veganism might as well be stopped today after what I'm about to say. Wow. But free will, I don't know if I can back you, my guy. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to find out what happens here because, boy, I got two notes. So we'll find out what happens in that one. So just about to tell us why talkings stay winning. Mm -hmm. You ready, sir? Oh, yes, sir. How, how long have I got? You got one minute 30 on the clock. Oh, God damn. And it started. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. So I have proof of this thing that I'm going to start off with, first of all, right? The uh, University of Edinburgh did a study in um, 2000 and science time, time and they did a study on 6,000 people 6,000 people and they found that height was directly correlated with intelligence they found that the taller you were you were more likely to be smart to be clever and I have proof of this because you sir are above average height and you sir are above average intelligence I might say you might be one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life so I can I can say for a fact intelligence is directly related to height so that's one thing for you first of all right second of all taller people it was found in another study in 2008 are more likely to be happy and I can prove this again because I know you and you're an incredibly happy person so that's that's two things off the off the bat that you don't even need to worry about because you know they're true because you live it you exist it right another benefit uh, for tall people is that they can reach high shelves literally there's not a point in this whole flat in this whole place that you can't reach i love that i have you as an example here as well you're really helping me uh helping me make the most of this which is awesome but i think the bit that's maybe the best and the bit that i definitely would benefit from if i was if i was sitting at your height or even taller is you can view things unencumbered. You can see above the crowds. You can see everything. Of course you're more likely to be happy and clever. You can see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you continue to use me in all of our debates. Yep. You use my, my kindness. Yep. Now my height. Yep. And you made a number of very good points. Uh, it's interesting. I didn't realise height was correlated with intelligence. Um, I'm gonna have to speak to Shaq about that. <laughs> that man must be balling on a different level. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go straight into my minute thirty. I'm ready to go. Let's get it. First of all, when you go into a shop and you want to buy trainers, if you're short, you generally have smaller feet size. Boom, no VAT, done deal. <laughs> Next, when you're going home, you want to get on the tube, and there's hella tall people, but there's that little space just for you. Amazing. Oh, am I on fire today? <laughs> I used to get on the bus in Manchester and every single day I walk up to the top of the stairs. The first day that I went there, the first day I got on this bus, I banged my head on the ceiling. <laughs> I then looked above and I was like, 
There are so many bumps where people have banged their head. Tall people, by the way, have banged their head on the ceiling. I had to crane my neck. That moves very nicely onto my next point in that tall people often have worse posture. And this is, again, in your studies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we read the same articles. About it. We did the same research. Mm-hmm. Uh, tall people also have worse posture, probably because they have to crane their neck 20% of the time when I'm on tubes, when I'm on buses, <laughs> when I'm getting into cars. I went to Vietnam and they go, they have tiny cars. And my neck was crickling, crackling. <laughs> Small people use fewer resources. They require less food, reducing the risk of food crises. They require less transport because they take up less space, which is more efficient. They require less alcohol to get lit. <laughs> when you go on an aeroplane, they don't have to worry about legroom. Short kings will finally, if everyone is tall, get the respect and love that they deserve on Tinder. That's time for me right now. <laughs> You know, that was, that was really good. That was really good. But you gave me a little bit of uh, ammunition. I can't even lie. You definitely gave me some ammunition. So I'm ready. I'm ready to just get back in this and, and come firing back on all cylinders. Yes, sir. You're all of that. On you. Okay, you mentioned the packed train. Bro, the amount of times I have been caught in somebody's shoulder, but my head is at, in their shoulder because they're tall. Imagine being tall and there's nobody else's shoulder. You're just looking at another tall person across the way like, yeah, we're tall. We don't have to be all pressed up against anyone. How cool is this? So that's one. Second of all, I can't imagine how many more roller coasters you've been on than me because I couldn't get up them when I was a kid because I was short. Whereas I remember seeing you at 16, you were already taller than tall. So you were getting on uh, trains, you were getting on roller coasters all the time. Thirdly, you said eating more is a disadvantage. Are you mad? I wish I could feel more food in this body because eating is an incredible blessing and is fun. Here's a stat for you because I know you like numbers. If you are seven foot tall in the US and you're a man, there is a 17% chance that you're in the NBA. 17% chance that you're in the NBA. I'm going to finish on this. You save hella money from uh, not needing a stepladder. There are four people I'm going to list for you, all above average height. Serena Williams, Barack Obama, Zazie Beats, Sandra Bullock. Oh, <laughs> even with Serena. Serena's different. I can't compete with Serena. But I'm going to do my best and I'm going to get into my minute. You use me to prove a point. And I want to use you to prove a point because you are an athlete. Okay. You have a lower center of gravity, which makes for more dynamic play. Short people. Simone Biles. How's that for a name? Yeah, you jumped on border there. Shorter people make for more dynamic sport because they are able to change direction faster. You also have the likes of Mo Farah, the long distance athletes, the killers, the go-getters, the people that are pushing the limits of what is humanely possible down to their size and lightness. Messi accelerates into space in a way that Lewandowski isn't doing right now. Shout out to you if you're watching the World Cup today. Come on, my guy, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Short people are statistically less accident prone. They live longer. And last but not least, if you're tall, you get put at the back of photos. If you're short, you're at the front and centre. Do you know how many times it's just my head? You might even just get an eye. Time. I'm in my bag today. I'm in my bag. I heard there were feelings in that last bit. You just want to be at the front. But you know what? The next picture we take in a group, I'm going to make sure you're at the front because I'm feeling your pain right now. You see, I've never had that problem because usually, see me, I'm an attention hog. Hey, hey, you had your time. No, 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 no. No, I'm not, I'm not making any more points. I'm just saying I've never had that problem with uh, being put anywhere and on on the photo because I'm an attention hog. So I lie down at the front. Do you know what I mean? I just I just I just do one of them ones like put put my arm up on my shoulder like 
Yeah, so like, regardless of my height, I'm always like, fuck, because I'm just trying to Stay show. shining like that. I'm just that. trying to show off. I mean, the, the, camera's, the camera likes you. Yeah, right? It's true. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to make any more points on that one, because I'm very, very, I'm very happy with how that one went. Guys, what do you think? Is being taller an advantage? Is being shorter an advantage? Vote for the one you think won. Next up is free will. Now, Ooh. I will be kicking off, and I'm going to be making the case that we do not have free will. My time starts now. Let's go. So, if you are a Marvel fan, if you're a physics fan, a science fan, you know about the multiverse theory that there are multiple universes. Shout out to Doctor Who as well. Billy Piper and Man did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, are we to be so arrogant that we are the central universe that is causing all of the decisions? I think we are a divergent universe and we just exist in that space. We aren't the decision makers. The decision has already been made and we are just existing in the result of that. We do not choose our brains or the environment in which we are brought into. Therefore, to say, both in nature and in nurture, both things are out of our control. We do not choose the brain that is configured and we do not choose the environment. Everything is predetermined. Your parents are predetermined. You don't get to go, hmm, I fancy this one today. I want to turn out like this. I want to turn out like that. It's all predetermined. The school that you go to is predetermined. Oh. We can't get to the school because it's in a certain radius. Wow, amazing. When people have pressures on their brain, whether it's a concussion or otherwise, it can create subtle changes that are currently undetected, undetectable to our medical systems and they can influence in our, our behavior in a way that it would be against our choice if we do have that. That's time for me right now. What are you saying? You know what, guys, I want to let you in on a little secret here. Ethan finished eight seconds early. He had eight seconds left on the clock. He feels so confident in his point, in his argument, in his debate, that he left eight seconds on the clock. Eight seconds. You could score 100 points in eight seconds in some sport. I don't know what sport it is. We might have to invent one where you can score 100 points in eight seconds. But yeah, there is a sport in the world where you can score 100 points in eight seconds. That is wild to consider that. I appreciate you going first on that one as well because I needed some. I needed something to go off of here. So uh, I think I'm ready. I think you've given me a little some Tinder. Let me see if I can start fire from that Tinder. On you. Let's go. So the first thing I want to start with is this crazy concept. It's a crazy thing that I don't know if you've heard of before. I don't know if any of our listeners have heard of it before. But it's called religion. It's this new thing. It's this new thing. It's only been around for a few thousand years, maybe even further, right? But it's this, it's new concept where basically you are in some forms, judged on the decisions you have made. And in some of these religions, you have been given the ability to move, to think, but also you have free will. The creator has embodied you with free will, right? They have made you, but then they have said, you now have control of the decisions you make and the life you live, and you shall be judged upon these decisions you make upon the control that you have, upon the free will that you have, right? So within our lifetimes, our observable lifetimes, we have free will in this moment. Now, whether you believe it or not, this notion of free will is conformed to by no less than 2.5 billion people on the planet. 2.5 billion people. My maths aren't 100% right, but that's almost, if not more than, a third of the population, right? That is a very, very high quantity of people and I'm not gonna try and disprove them. So that's all I'm gonna say for now, but uh, I just know that if you go against what they're saying there, that's an interesting topic. So I'm gonna leave it there. 
Wow, you really tried to drop me in it with 2.5 billion people. You know what? If 2.5 billion people are listening in right now, shout out to each and every single yeah. one of you. But I'm coming for you. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. In a very loving and understanding way. My time starts now. So you spoke about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, there's a, a belief that God is, uh, or a God is omnipotent, omnibenevolent, and omniscient, meaning all-knowing. If they know everything, then they know all of the sequence of events that were going to happen. You may feel like you have a choice, but it's all being predetermined because this God that we speak of has already laid out. He's like, he's sitting back and saying, I don't really know what's going to happen. Let me just watch this TV. All the angels are chilling around and saying, you know what, you're doing a good job. <laughs> the brain is a physical system. Uh, neuroscience has determined that 700 milliseconds before uh, a button is pressed, the brain sparks off. It says, I'm going to press this button, proving without a doubt that this is a predetermined decision. If you're not aware that the button is going to be pressed, but your brain is already turning on the, turning on the levers, then you have no control over that decision. We don't will our brain to operate any more than we will our hearts to beat time. How are you feeling about that round? Because... Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm, fe- I'm, fe- I'm feeling. I'm feeling ready to, to finish to finish this point off. I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling feisty. Give me that sixty seconds, please, on the clock. Starting now. Let's go. Okay. First thing I want to do to every single human being listening, right, and non-human beings, if you're listening, I want you to consider the fact that you are currently breathing. I want you to think about it. You're breathing right now, right? It's gone from being an unconscious thing, something that you have unconsciously done for maybe the past. 20, 30 minutes while you've been listening to this. So now, you have to think about breathing. You have to stop and be like, that's a choice. You're choosing to breathe, right? You are actively now deciding to breathe. You've built the habit into yourself where you don't need to, but you are currently deciding. That's your will. Good job. Fantastic job to you, right? And now, I just want to finish on one last point. I was going to attack the thing of, some, just because something is unconscious, it doesn't mean it's a choice, which I think is wrong. I think just because it's unconscious, it can still be a choice. It can be your brain choosing before you've perceived it as a choice, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I want to say free will sounds like free willy. Free willy is a fantastic movie, as is free will. <laughs> interesting interesting way to finish I didn't see Wales coming into the conversation um, but it is the Euros so shout out to Wales yep. I hope you guys do well in this tournament yep. um, okay I think we're ready to move on to the final one I don't really have much to say after that yep. um, <laughs> what do you guys think do you guys think Free Will exists yes or no let us know is Free Willy a good movie yes or no let us know <laughs> so our final topic of the day centres around veganism will it save our planet Jed, the people need their answers. They need to be told whether or not it is. And you are arguing against it. Are you ready to go? Yes, sir. On you. Okay, so I started this, this point, researching this point for the first two minutes, arguing for, because I just forgot that I was arguing against, so that's quite funny. But it armed me with ammunition to go against. I want to drop you a list of the top 10 toxic pollutants of this world. It is... Lead acid battery recycling, it is mining, it is lead smelting, it is pestif- pesticides at four, it is arsenic in groundwater, it is industrial race- wa- waste water, and it is chromium pollution. There's a little bit more in there, but you get the point. Nowhere there is it anything from meat or dairy. But the fourth highest pollutant in there, the ho- fourth highest toxic pollutant in there, pesticides. I wonder what would happen if we replaced meat and dairy 
for organically grown goods like plants and, and fruits and things like that, where pesticides are essential to equal the mass production that they are currently being used at, which would be put on steroids if we were all to have gone vegan. Pesticides would go through the roof and would actually be even worse. Going vegan to save the planet would be like putting a plaster on a broken bone. It doesn't fix anything. It solves 5% of the problem. It does not solve the whole problem. I want to finish this point with, they have, in the last 10 years, they developed cows that produce 30% less waste. In 10 years. In 20 years, they could probably double that and more and more until there is none left. That's time. Very interesting. Coming out, looking at the pollutants in a wider way. It's uh, often said that there are a number of other problems to do with industry that dictate um, the emissions in the environment. I am ready to go with my minute 30. Do it. Let's see. Start. So you spoke about toxic pollutants and you mentioned pesticides and said that pesticides will increase uh, if we see uh, increased requirement for uh, growing plants, etc. However, uh, there is an expectation that global farmland will decrease by 75%. There will be a requirement for this. only 25% of the current farmland that we, we use at the moment uh, to be used if we go completely vegan. Pesticides are also used on animals at present. And therefore, that I would make the argument that that is negligible. Additionally, <laughs> veganism could decrease emissions by 55%. For the individual, that number increases to 73%. <laughs> Imagine cutting out three quarters of your current emissions. It's estimated to save about eight, up to eight million lives by uh, virtue of its health benefits and save 1.5 trillion in medical fees. Imagine what we could do with 1.5 trillion to spread that money across the world and give people a better environment to live in. I also want to talk about uh, the broader ecosystem. We all watch Blue Planet, we all watch Planet Earth, we love David Attenborough. He wants to talk about all of the animals in the world. With veganism, there'll be more animals still alive. Free David Attenborough, my time. Free David Attenborough, you can't do that. That I can is, do that. That's propaganda. I Nobody out that. here is saying David Attenborough is not free, and I guarantee you, he's not a vegan. It sounds like so you, you want to talk your time. No, 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 no. You've tried to throw something in there that wasn't a part of the debate. We should go to court and get that point stricken from the record. Free Attenborough is David Attenborough nothing to do with our debate. It's entirely to do with our he's debate. He's not. He's entirely to do with our debate. He is the premier nature documenter. If there are no animals that exist because we are destroying our environment, he can't have his job. We need to free him up. Free up David Attenborough. Point stands. Overruled objection. Hold on, you're not a judge. There's no judge here. This is, this, the judge is our, our, our listener. Judge, listen up, please decide whether... This man also took another 10 seconds to make more points. You see that? So whoa, really, whoa, whoa, really, whoa. really, this whole thing, this argument should be thrown out from, from a negligence within the court itself, sir. If you're going to take time to argue against my point... I'm not arguing against your point. You I'm saying that point shouldn't be put in there because David Attenborough is not directly connected to veganism. Well, actually, I connected him. I mean, isn't... We'll, we'll talk about well, that. Exactly, you should take your time to do that. Seconds. <laughs> On you. 
Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm so happy you brought up the 73% lower carbon footprint. That removes, that. I looked up that stat. That stat removes all context. It says if you were to remove meat and dairy right now, you would remove 73% from an individual's footprint. That does not take into account what would have to then be done to replace that. It actually actively ignores the fact that you would need to increase the production of other things which are harmful. So that's 73%. You want to talk about negligibility, that 73% is negligible. It doesn't exist. You can't put that number because that number isn't in context to what would replace it, right? That's the first thing. Second of all, you want to talk about biodiversity. There have been many studies shown that the more veganism that's uh, applied, the less farming is done of animals, but also the less animals are used and reproduced. And so there's an argument that's been made and studies that have shown that biodiversity would actually decrease with farming. Finally, I want to finish on Conor McGregor went vegan a few years ago. When he went vegan, he started to lose matches, which makes a less successful world. One nil. Okay, so if you're a Conor McGregor fan, you might have enjoyed the points for the last minute, but <laughs> I'm not a Conor McGregor fan and I'm going to have my minute. So you spoke about biodiversity. Mm -hmm. um, we look at the Amazon and how it is being ripped to shreds by farmers that are chopping down trees in order to provide more farmland to their cattle. Cattle and pigs are not a wide variety and they don't contribute to the vast biodiversity within the Amazon. We are actively destroying the environment by creating and using more farmland by continuing to eat meat and expand the population of chickens, cows, cattle, etc. Additionally, farming of this type increases soil erosion, soil acidification across Africa. And I know that you're a big fan of this thing. We talk about, uh, I can't remember, it's called the Greenland, the Green, the great the green Wall. Thank you, the Great Green Wall, very generous of you. <laughs> and farmland, uh, by introducing farmland, we are contributing to soil erosion and we need this great green wall. I've got so many more things to say, but my time is up. I'm mad! Ah. <laughs> that last one was, is a very, very interesting one. And it's funny because I went against what I truly believe. Uh, so that's, that, was a, that was a great one. Guys, what do you think? Do you think going vegan will save the planet? Have you gone vegan? What's your experience of that? And do you now tell everybody you know on this planet to be an eco-warrior like you? Shout out to the vegans. Um, yeah, I think that was an incredible point to finish on. I still contend in this day without ever a point, but we'll let it stand. We'll let the consumer, the listener decide what they think. We'll let the people decide if we want a free David Attenborough or not. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. It's not outrageous for me to say that. Um, so let's wrap up for today. <laughs> we spoke about short versus tall. Is it better to be Shaq or is it better to be Simone Biles? We'll see who's got more moves on the dance floor, Ooh, hopefully quite soon. Yes, right. like, that's how dance floor I would like to see. I hope yeah. you guys at home would like to see that. Yep. Next, we talk about free will. Is it a real thing? Are you breathing with your chest? Mm. Are you breathing with your brain? Ooh. Is your brain controlling you? Or are you controlling it? Ooh, shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. Finally, will veganism save our planet or is it contributing to further damage? Any final words for I, I had a great time. I would love to hear what you guys think. I'm still, I'm still boiling up about this David Attenborough thing, but we're just going to let it, we're going to let it fly. Uh, guys, have an incredible time. Please vote. Let us know who you think was the champion. That's it from me, man. Peace. Let's go.